Hey, family and friends, welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We are your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. We're so grateful that you're tuning back in with us, and we will say that if it's your first time joining us, thank you for tuning in, and please share with your family and friends. And also, um, we would love it if you could share it and then leave a review. That helps us to reach a larger audience. Um, But also, you know, before we get started today, Daryl, I wanted to encourage everybody, you can go to our website, EmpoweringLifeMinistries.com, and there's a place on there where you can leave us your email and your name, a little bit of information, and that way, whenever we have some trips coming up or some things coming out, we can actually send you an email and let you know what is going on with us. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We appreciate you joining our podcast, and I hope you do it on a continual basis. Uh, We do try to stay with the theme, and uh, we've been uh, plowing a little bit through Matthew 6 and 10. Well, uh, that's probably uh, an understatement to say plowing a little bit. (laughs) Well, it's really on the model prayer, and I've been looking into a lot of things on that. But, you know, once you get to looking into that, you know, there's so many rabbit trails that run out of that once you start looking into different areas. So I think that just really shows, too, how powerful a prayer and how vast, uh, you know, expands out mm-hmm. when that prayer is being prayed. Well, I look at, too, the Word of God and just, you know, just thinking about how we're able to unfold the things and, and something that has so much more meaning to it. Just like, you know, when you're having a relationship with somebody, once you really know them, you understand what they're saying. You're able to be able to have a better dialogue. And I think that's the same thing, same way with the being in the Word. No doubt, no doubt. And we know uh, we've got down to um, where he talks about give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to me, just right off the bat, that speaks of a, having a com- continual diet of the Word of God going into us. You know, you are what you eat. And, uh, That's what as, they as say, much as absolutely. That is, as much as that is with the natural man, it's the same way with the spiritual man. And we need to have a daily deposit of the Word of God in us. It really builds our spirit, man. It makes us strong. And, and uh, it keeps the building blocks going mm-hmm. forward, you know. Well, I'm, I might be making a very controversial statement, what I'm about to say, but I, I really hope that, you know, our listeners will hear my heart in this. You know, over the years of studying the Word of God and listening to things, you know, I'm very selective about what I listen to and what I lend, as they say, what you lend your ear to. Who you give your ear to. Who you give your ear to. Because um, I think the Word of Grace that we learned so many years ago helped me to do that because I want to see Jesus for who he really was. And, you know, as we've said before, he really was reintroducing the Father. But there's so much uh, misunderstanding. And so I think that's another reason why I'm very selective about what I feast on. And and we talk about this this being the bread uh, from heaven, the bread of life. I want the pureness of it. Just like you said just a minute ago about uh, the natural if you feed your body the wrong things, you're not going to be healthy. I want to be healthy, spirit, soul, and body. Yeah, and well, you know, as we do that and bring the word into our heart, it it brings a change to us. You know, one of the one of the hardest things for me 
is and and I don't really regret the path that the Lord has taken me on and you know some mm-hmm. of the things that I've done but the, one of the hardest things I've found to do is when you have to relearn relearn the Word it of God, yes you know because it's hard to get some of those things out of you that you put in that were uh, not really truth I mean they just really wasn't truth and and getting yourself to be able to change in some of those areas mm-hmm. it's very difficult it's, to it's do. very hard to do and yeah. I think that's where it comes in. Um, about a lot of commentary Bibles, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm kind of selective in that as well because I want to hear from the Spirit of God, but I want it to be the truth. And there's a lot of things out there uh, that you can get your hands on that can twist and turn and make it uh, want to sound the way that it fits your situation when that's really not what God is saying at all. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've determined when he talks about give us this day our daily bread, we know Jesus is the bread of life. Mm-hmm. Jesus is that loaf. And every one of us, you know, uh, just kind of reiterating a little in the last podcast we shared with you, uh, we talked about how that Jesus was made known to the disciples, though two disciples on the road to Emmaus, in, in the breaking of bread. Yes, you know, so, their eyes were opened. That's right. So while they were on that Emmaus road, they were having a conversation the whole time, and he was revealing himself to them. And, you know, didn't our heart burn in us? You know, they're reflecting on mm-hmm. everything that happened. But the Scripture talks about is when they finally sat down and began to break open the bread of life, that's when Jesus was revealed to them. And listen, I'm telling you right now, that's when Jesus will be revealed to you. Uh, the Logos word will become a rhema word. It'll come off the page to you, and it'll it'll start connecting dots is the best way I know how to say it. Well, and I think we, we might need to give a little bit of definition there about the Logos and the, and the rhema word of God because we might have some listeners that are just now getting into this, if you want to share about that. Well, the Logos word is the written word. And, you know, Jesus is the word, mm-hmm. is what he is. And the rhema word is the word that actually... Uh, comes from the Logos word that is a present truth to you that is revealed exactly. to your heart. Yeah, and you know, I think that's where this coming in, and and we are talking about the bread, you know, feeding, uh, feeding our spirit, man. And so I'm I'm really glad you brought that part up because that's to me is that's kind of like, you know, you've read a scripture ten times, but the eleventh time that you read it, you know, all of a sudden. There's a lot that goes off, and you're like, oh, that, now I get it. But it's like when you take, like you said, the Logos word being the written word, or when you pick up your Bible and read it, but the Rhema word is like when those words become life to you. And for a lot of people, I don't think there's a lot of understanding about that, the, the difference between the two, how that, how can one scripture not mean anything, and then all of a sudden it means everything? And that's because that's when the Logos becomes a rhema word. And that's really feasting on this bread that we're talking about. Well, that's I, I believe that's why the scripture talks about that it's a living word, mm-hmm. you know, because that word is alive and it's it's producing life in us when we receive it. That's, to me, that kind of goes back to what I said a few minutes ago. Those men on the road to Emmaus, to Emmaus said, did not our heart burn within us? I think that's what the Word of God does. I think that's what happens when truth starts coming to us. It absolutely sets our uh, soul on fire, if you would, in our heart. Yes, it does. Uh, who was it? Uh, Jeremiah 
you know, it's like a fire shut, shut up, up in, in my, my bones, bones, you know. <laughs> well, I, and I think that we're, as we're starting this part of our series about the bread of life, you know, it really does correlate so much exactly the way it is in our natural bodies. You have to get an appetite for things. Whenever you um, start having something, maybe for the first maybe like for a child, you know, how it is, you know, sometimes they won't eat any, anything that's green. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not because it doesn't taste good, but it's there's the, something about that color or whatever. And it's the best thing for and them. And it's the best thing for them. <laughs> And, you know, I have even thought about that about the grandkids when they come over. You know, they try a different thing, and they're like, oh, no, I won't, I won't like that. And then all of a sudden they try it, and they love it. But, you know, you have to build an appetite for the Word of God, for that bread of life. You have to build that appetite. Yeah, and once you establish the daily bread in your life, that appetite is established, mm-hmm. and and it, you'll know. I mean, it'll be just like if you miss a day, there's something missing. Something's missing. Yeah, there's something You're missing hungry in for you. It. Yes. Because the reason that happens because it is bringing life to you. Uh, I want us to stop here for today. We'll pick up uh, in the next podcast. I want us to look at some things out of Matthew chapter 15 when we get back. Uh, thank you so much for joining in with us today. Listen, uh, think about this as we go off here today. Think about your daily bread. What kind of relationship with the Word are you having? And, you know, are you doing it on a daily basis? Get if, hungry for God. Yeah, if you're not, I encourage you to do that. And, and it's not, it's not uh, you know, the quantity of Scriptures you read. Mm-hmm. It, it, even if it's just one verse or just one word. Quality. Meditate on that yes. thing and let God speak to you. Let it become life. Day. Let it become life. Have a blessed day, everybody. Come back in with us tomorrow and we'll continue our discussion on the bread of life.